What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Wizards of Gallery Place podcast. Vernon and Dama back on the show, and we are talking play in hoops or playoff hoops, I guess. Uh, we play the Celtics tonight at 9 p.m. The winner of the game will be playing the Brooklyn Nets in the first round. The loser of the game will be playing the winner of Indiana and Charlotte, which is going on right now. Indiana currently has a 32-18 to 18 lead. Um, what did you think about the season finale against Charlotte? I thought it was a, a fun game. Um, I thought there was, I mean, moments throughout the game, I didn't think that we were going to be able to hold on, but, uh, Brad really came through for us in the fourth quarter of all people with that, uh, that hamstring yeah. injury. So, I mean, just, I mean, what'd you think about that game? Yeah, man. I mean, it's just a, it's just a testament to the, to the, the grip that the team has showed pretty much the the whole back end of this year and just in that game in particular, just they're never out of games now. Like mm-hmm. if, if, when they lose, you're going to have to earn that, that win. Like if, if you're going to beat the wizards now, it's going to be by possession or two. It's not going to be 20 point, 30 point blowouts. Like you're going to have to really beat the wizards now. Um, and in that, and in that game, you can see the first half, you know, build, that hammy was bothering him. He just wasn't right. Like he's just off. Mm-hmm. And playing through injury is tough because it's one a mental hurdle because you're thinking about it, and then it's a physical hurdle because it actually hurts when you when you do certain movements. So he probably went in that second half, went and got a nice little you know shot, and uh, you know they wrapped it up, sent him on out there, and then by that time he was feeling good. And by the fourth quarter, he was just he was just on. Um, that was one of his actually one of his better fourth quarters of the year. So um, it was a good game, man. They was able to pull it out, and now they can lock in a seven seed um, tonight. So yeah, which I mean, I, I guess overall, I mean, let's just not to get too ahead of ourselves. I mean, we'll get into this later, and I think you and I both think the Wizards are going to come through tonight. We'll get more into that later, but I mean, what do you think about? the possibility of playing Brooklyn in the first round as opposed to uh, a Philly or a Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, the storylines on it will be crazy. I, I just like the idea of having the guys on that stage to showcase, right. um, showcase themselves. Uh, that's kind of why I wanted them to be in the playoffs last year, um, just to showcase themselves and to show the talent they have to, you know, national media, you know, other other around the league, so people can know that there's an actual real organization being ran over here in D.C. Um, mm-hmm. and not some joke of a franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I want I want the stage for them. I think the Nets to me are my pick to win it all. Um, once really? once uh the Nuggets started having the injuries with with Jamal Murray, because I actually picked the Nuggets to win it all initially, but. Once okay. Murray went down, that was it for them. So I got the Nets winning it all at this point. I just think, you know, that three-headed monster is just impossible to stop that. Uh, you know, I, so I would say yeah, we match up. So you can't, you can't even really say you match up with the Nets. Like, there's no answer for Harden or KD. No, Kyrie can kind of corral because he can get a little shot happy sometimes. Um, right. Yeah, there's no matchup for them. I think that what it is is 
are the Nets going to play defense enough where, you know, they 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 hold – you're able to get points on them to make it a game? Right. Um, and I think the Wizards can. I think the Wizards can put up 120, 130 on those guys, and then it's just going to come down to the last few possessions where they just have, you know, three of the best closers in the game. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I see it as pretty much that way. Yeah, definitely be a fun matchup for sure. Again, assuming we get there, I don't want to get too uh, ahead of ourselves, but um, I would r- much rather have them win tonight and just suck it up and have to play Brooklyn than definitely lock in a loss and then have the possibility of not even making it at all um, in, in terms of the playoffs. Yeah. So definitely rooting for them to take care of business tonight. But before we get more... Um, into the Wizards and Celtics matchup tonight. Um, let's touch on the Western Conference real quick. What do you think about those playing games? I'm telling you what, I think I'm going to pick the Warriors to beat the Lakers. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's major. Uh, that, uh, I don't know if I would go that far. I would probably, I would probably say it's going to come down to the last couple possessions, and I just think I just think that front court is just too much for the Warriors. Like they, they're already kind of a small team, but yeah. uh, you know, I think the Lakers when they get back to their identity, which is paint points, they kind of playing inside out. I just think that's too much for the Warriors. Like Steph gonna get his, you know, he's Steph, so he gonna get his. But the idea is, you don't let uh, uh, Wiggins and Draymond and and uh, Baysmore or Poole go off for you know, 15, 20 points. Right. Yeah, I mean, I just think <clears throat> Steph and Draymond, and they got solid role players. So like, let's not get it twisted. It's not just Steph and friends. I mean, when you compare it to, like, talent level, like, yeah, Steph's in a realm of his own on that team. But, like, the Warriors do have very solid contributors. Jordan Poole has had a great season, and, and we know that earlier in the Wizards fans because he killed us. He looked like Steph that game. They had two Steph Currys out there. Luckily, Steph wasn't hitting like normal uh, that game against us, or else we would have lost probably by double digits. But uh, Draymond Green is also very solid. Um, Juan uh, Toscano-Anderson is a very solid player. So they got some guys who can help. I I think to me it's just about stopping Anthony Davis because LeBron's going to do what LeBron's going to do. Uh, Drummond will probably have some good boards, but to me, you really got to hone in on Anthony Davis. And like you said, I'm not sure they have someone to really stop him, but I mean, I guess you just got to hope that Eric Pascal has a good game or something. But I mean, I'll, I'm still going to take the Warriors for the fun and because I love Steph Curry. So. I mean, the storyline on that would be crazy too if Steph didn't pull that off. And, and then the Lakers got to win a, a, a do or die game against the, 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 uh, winner of the nine ten matchup, which I, which is uh, Spurs Grizzlies, that would be wild. <laughs> I think the Grizzlies would give them a tough time in that scenario. It would be tough. They would, they would, because the Grizzlies would be able to match up with their front court. Like yeah. Big Val, yeah. that dude is a, you got to you got to play against him. Like I mean, he would to me, he would eat Andre Drummond f- for lunch. Um, yeah, and then they get they getting Jaron Jackson back who actually has some similar traits to Anthony Davis, particularly, especially defensively. So that would be, and they're athletic. They run and they got shooters. That would be, yeah, the Lakers don't want to be in that situation. They need to win that game. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 
I, I know there were like rum. I don't know if you've seen anything on this, but like, have you heard anything about Clay Thompson possibly coming back at some point? I haven't even looked, honestly. Uh, that now that would. I be mean, cool. you mean as far you mean as far as this season? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, because I saw I something about looked. that I, the other day. I mean, I think it would. I mean, I think it would have to be like. You know, if they made like the the conference finals or finals at the minimum, like, yeah. and they ain't getting that far. Like, I I don't see them doing that for a first round or a second round matchup. Either way, um, I would just like it to be known everyone's having their fun now. The Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets, yeah, you have your fun now. When Clay Thompson comes back next year, and the Warriors have another off off season to upgrade their bench, it's 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 going back to the Warriors next year. Just want everyone to know. You think so? Yeah. See, I don't, I don't know about that, man. I think they got a lot of holes they got to fill up, man. I really they do. do. I don't they think, do. I don't think Clay Thompson alone coming off ACL makes them takes them from HC to top four team in the in the West. You you got um, Wiseman year two. You'll still have uh, Pascal and Jordan Poole off the bench. You'll still have Juan Toscano Anderson. Um, Warriors have some other decent players too. I mean, really, they just need to add another vet men wing and then some sort of point guard um, with some defensive ability. And I think they'll they'll be just they should be favored just as much as anyone else in the West if they can shore up a couple of things. I don't think they're major holes, but they're important holes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll be better for sure. They'll definitely be better. I don't know that I will peg them as a contender with Clay back. Like they and then their 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 cap is a little shoot their cap might be worse than ours honestly <laughs> yeah and, and they're not gonna do it but like if if they could try and dream on is so important now but just for offensive he purposes is. Is. like if if you could he, try he and makes, flip dream on he makes stuff job so much easier man like I, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't trade I've been trying to tell people all the time like like stuff does not have to like. He does not have to be a ball dominant player where he has to play make and carry that load. Like they give that to Draymond, and then they let Steph kind of roam like a Reggie Miller. You know, he don't have to take that. <laughs> you know, he's not trying to do what like a Russell Westbrook or Hard is doing, where they have the ball all the time and trying to get guys involved. Like mm-hmm. that's an added that's an added chore that Steph don't have to worry about. So. They got to keep Draymond. You, you know, you don't want to pay him $30, $40 million, but they, yeah, he's right. so important what they do, especially defensively, too. Yeah, and I mean, to be honest, if you're the Warriors GM or owner, as long as Draymond wants to be a Warrior, you, you, you kind of have to let him be a Warrior. So Yeah, yeah. Just off for respect. I mean, that's how it is when you – I mean, that's the – I mean, one of the most dominant teams in NBA history, those Warriors teams. So um, I, I think they'll be back. They may not win a title next year, but I still think they'll be contenders. Uh, we'll see what happens with their offseason. Anyway, moving on to the Wizards-Celtics matchup. So it looks like we're going to get Howell Neto back tonight. I know they said probable, which is usually a good chance that they'll play, especially in terms of the Wizards, because usually when guys are questionable, I think they usually end up playing. So the the fact that he's probable is pretty good. Um, I assume he'll go back to the starting lineup, which I think is good because Beal with that hammy 
Um, you need a defensive presence out there and another shooter. So I like that for them. I mean, I guess they could try and start Chandler Hutchison or something for a body to put on Tatum because I don't know who they'll start. That. I mean, I'm assuming they'll start with Rui, but if they wanted to try Neto and knowing Brooks and throwing Neto on everyone, it wouldn't surprise me if Neto started on Tatum either. Um, I mean, just what do you think about this game tonight? Yeah, I think I think Brooks is going to go with what he knows and, and what has worked. So <clears throat> I think with Neto playing, I think they're going to stick with the same five, starting five. Uh, maybe Gafford sneaks into the starting lineup, hopefully. Um, Let me see if they made but, any announcements about that real quick. Go ahead. Yeah, but, but probably Rui will start off on Tatum. Um, and he'll probably stay there most of the night unless he gets into foul trouble. Um, I'm thinking maybe you can throw some rust at him here and there. Um, and then maybe Hutchison or even, even Gill. Cause I think Gill is a smart, savvy player. Like he's been around and, you know, he's not gonna, uh, you know, he's not going to be a guy that falls for some of the stuff Tatum is able to do that, a that a younger player would, a younger inexperienced player would. So, um, yeah, yeah, I can see a bunch of different scenarios, but I just hope is that it. I never see Bill on him, and I never see uh, Bertans on him. I do yeah. not want to see that. <laughs> you know, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to because the the one knock we had on Boston is their depth, but they do have guys that they have to account for while they're out there. They can't just be letting the the role players and the nobody start getting into a rhythm because once they do that then I think we'll be in some trouble. But, I mean, they got um, – does Robert Williams start now or does he come off the bench? I don't know what they did since Tice has been traded. Yeah, I'm not sure because uh, he had been dealing with a foot injury, so he might not be starting. Um, right. And start I know they got Peyton Pritchard off the bench, which is a guy who, who has potential to really hurt us. So they need to make sure that they that, – that Ish Smith is – and I know – it's a Smith, um, not the best defensive ability in the world. I, I still like him, I think, most uh, more than most Wizards fans do. But defensively, uh, not the best sometimes. So they got to make sure they do a good job of um, containing Pritchard off the bench. I'm trying to think of who else they have. Fournier, I'm looking at him now. I didn't know he was shooting. He shot 46% from three this season. That's insane. Total or just since he's been in Boston? Um, uh, since he's been... Oh, yeah, 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 I see here. Yeah, that's since he's been in Boston. Yeah. Yeah. That's still good as hell, though. I mean. Yeah, 46%. That's that's crazy. Only 16 games over time. Yeah. And then you got the Pritchard you just mentioned. He, he shot, shot 41% this season from three. Yeah, yeah. Pritchard was one of my favorites in the second round for the Wizards. Obviously, Boston got to him a little bit before. Um, but that's okay. Richard Software. I'm trying to who else do they have? Do they still have um who's that 37? They still have semi semi Ojale, right? They have semi Ojale. Right? Yeah, that bench is pretty suspect. You know, most of their scoring is gonna have to come from their starting five. Because if they go Kimba, Smart, Fournier, Tatum, and then uh Tristan and Robert Williams, yeah, their score is gonna have to come mostly from there because I mean off their bench, they don't really have Yeah. 
Man, I forgot about Marcus Smart. He completely changes the dynamic of that team. Because I, I don't think – have we had to play Marcus Smart this season? I'm not sure. Uh... I think maybe we played him that last game, and then I think maybe that was it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm looking at their bench. There's really nobody off of their bench that you you really need to be worried about. Wizards killer Evan Fournier needs to relax tonight. That's going to (laughs) be that. That's the X factor for me in this game is Fournier. If he goes off and has like five, six threes, like almost thirty points, we're going to lose. Well, yeah, yeah, you can't have Evan Fournier. Outplaying or matching the output of a Bradley Beal, I think Bradley Beal take that matchup personal, at least from what I've <clears throat> seen him do against Fournier in the past before. So, yeah, he doesn't like Fournier. They got some beef. And yeah, and the Celtics is is by far and away Beal's highest average this season. I think he's averaged like forty points a game versus them this year. So, mm, um, okay, yeah, he gets up to play against his his young pup Tatum. So, uh, yeah, so it should be good. Should be good. Yeah. Um, who's your X factor for us tonight? Um, I mean, I guess if you're talking size-wise, I mean, I guess you could go Gafford because we really need an interior presence against a team like that tonight. But I'm still going to go with Bertans because I think if if Beal does what he normally does, or I mean, what he can do while injured, um, and Russ does what he normally does, is if, if Bertans can hit five, six threes, we'll be all right. I would even take four threes. Yeah, I'm going to go with Bertans, too. I mean, nobody nobody sways Wizards win-loss more than Bertans. Like, because mm-hmm. he's so volatile, um, mm-hmm. he can really only do one thing. If he's not doing that one thing, he's basically unplayable. Mm-hmm. But when he's doing that one thing, he does it as good as anybody else in the league, and it can change the course of the game. I mean, he could create he can create nine ten point swings just by himself. Yeah. Uh, and so to me, he's the X Factor because I expect Gafford, Russ, Beal, Gruy, I expect them, Neto, to kind of play at a certain level. Like they don't their bad isn't really their bad isn't so bad that you're like, oh my gosh, like you know. <laughs> They're not going to tip the scale. Whereas with Bertans, he could be so bad at times where you're just like, dude, you're killing us. Like, get him out of the game. But then when he's on, it's like you can't stop it. You just can't. There's nothing you can do. So, yeah, if he's going to hit four or five threes, I would I would go ahead. I would guarantee a win. If you're telling me Bertans is going to hit four or five threes, four or more threes, um, I would say it's a, it's a Wizards win walking away pretty comfortably. I agree. So rotation-wise tonight, if I had to take a stab at it, now we'll get into what we would do personally, but I'm going to go with my educated guess here. I'm going to say that they'll do the usual starting lineup, which, by the way, I like, and I, and I wouldn't start anyone else at this point. Um, I like Russ, Neto, Beal, Rui, and Len. I like that starting five a lot. I don't know what the numbers say on that. Uh, Bench-wise, you're looking at Ish, Matthews, Bertans, Gafford, and Lopez. I think they'll stick with the three-center rotation. But I think that's the 10 that they roll with. And then if they want to try and give spot minutes to Hutchison um, or Gill, 
to either try and put a body on Tatum or just to give you a different look offensively or just energy, I think that they could do that. Um, I'd probably go with Gill in that scenario, but I would understand if they if they wanted to put Hutchison in for that athleticism and energy. Because even though Hutch is, I mean, even more of a roller coaster than player than Russ is, but he he does have some good moments. Hutch does. So and he and he does some positive things. He's not a terrible player. He just has to relax sometimes and know himself. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I but, think. Yeah, I was just gonna I, say I'm that'd be my sure, guess. I'm not sure how Brooks is gonna coach this game. Like, is he gonna coach this like a regular season game, or is he gonna go playoff mode? Because I feel like playoff rotations usually shrink. Like you're usually not playing 10, 11 guys playoff time um, because Bill, Russ, your best guys are going to play nearly 40 minutes. And then off your bench, your bench guys that you trust are going to play probably over 20 minutes each. So it's like typically with the playoff rosters, you don't go 10, 11 deep. So, I mean, if I'm going off of that logic with this, I feel like it's, to me, uh, I would start Gafford. This is what I think he should do. I would start Gafford with the, you know, with Rui, Neto, Beal, Russ. And then Lopez would be the second big um, with uh, Bertans, obviously, and then Ish and Neto. Um and then for me, the next wing, if you had to give that to someone for spot minutes, you know, against the Tatum, for me would be Anthony Gill because I feel like the last 20 or so games, he's been, when he's played, he's been one of their best players. Um, he just doesn't make mistakes. He seems to always be in the right place at the right time. And when there's an open shot, he makes it. Uh, so that would be the guy I would go to. I don't know that this is the game uh, or playoffs, rather, for Alex Lynn. I think he's done some good things this season. But for me, if Gafford is playing at the level I expect him to play at, I don't really think you need Alex Lynn. Unless Gafford, of course, gets in foul trouble, then yeah. Alex Lynn can provide a similar, though not as good, skill set. But I I think their skills are a little redundant. It's just that Lynn is a worse version. Um, and then Lopez, he provides something that is really just hard to stop. I mean, that hook shot at his size is just – most bigs don't want to guard that every night. So I feel like he's in there by default. Word. I still like the three-center rotation because Gafford and Lopez, I don't think have proven that they can stay in for, like, long periods of time. And – I know there okay. was the concern with, with Gafford's minutes, and he and he does get winded. Let's not get it twisted. If, if, we know that issue, whatever they had the other night when they didn't want to put Gafford in even for the last two minutes, okay, that was a joke. But when you're talking about eight, nine, ten-minute stretches, I don't know if Gafford has that conditioning in him quite yet. And we know that Lopez isn't – and I know his salary would say different, but Lopez isn't a guy you want to play – 24 minutes a game. He's a guy you want to probably have around like 12 to 16 minutes. Same thing with Gafford for me, right? I mean, no, well, Gafford probably, you could probably get about 20 out of him, maybe 20 to 
23, something like that. But for me, I still like Len start. And Len doesn't have to play a long time. Len can only play a few minutes. Then cool, take him out, put Gafford in. I'm fine with that. But um, I still like the three-center rotation. And then I think for tonight, and especially since Neto and Beal are still banged up, I bet you they'll they'll still dig deep into that bench tonight. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah, I mean, if you don't have to play Bill the rest forty minutes, don't. Um, <laughs> I just, I just think you know, this game here being the most important of the season, it's like uh, you're gonna need your guys to play, like play your best players, especially if they're playing well. Um, right. Now, if it's a foul trouble issue or it's an injury issue, yeah, send them down. But, you know, if Bill's out there and Bill just hit or Russ just hit four or five buckets in a row, don't pull them. Play him. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of this is going to come down to Brooks tonight, man. It's going to come down to coaching. Again, if it's going to be like a playoff game, we know the game's going to slow down at, at some points in the game. And you got to be able to coach and draw things up. You can't just rely on Westbrook to do everything in the half court. You have to have. Something to get Bertans involved. You have to have Beal and some off-ball action that ends in a pick and roll or something like that. You can't just straight up just run high pick and roll the entire time and call that your half-court offense. So, um, which uh, honestly, and I've been paying attention to this, they've been looking more for Bertans. Now they don't run anything serious for him, but they do those quick little off-ball screens to get him open at the top of the key. I like that. That they've been doing that a little bit more, and they did that in the Charlotte game too. Yeah. Um, let's get into final predictions here. So I think that we're going to come away with the win tonight. I think that Westbrook's going to be too much. Of course, there are scenarios that can be painted where we get dusted or, or, or we lose in a tight game. Um, but I think that we come away with it tonight. I know that Kem has been playing better. Fournier has been shooting really well. Jason Tatum is Jason Tatum. Marcus Smart is Marcus Smart, and, and they have some other guys that can hurt you. But I think with the fight that this team has shown all season, they didn't get this far to just blow it. So they've been playing with a different kind of passion and a different kind of energy for quite some time. And I think that's going to be enough for them to go get the job done this evening. What do you think? I don't regret this, man. <laughs> I think the Wizards win this in a blowout, man. Ooh, spicy. I really do, man. I just got one. I, got, I just got a feeling, man. Like, I just feel like, uh, you know, Bill kind of just been kind of, like I said, Bill always goes off against the Celtics. And, and then the last time Russ played against the Celtics, didn't play particularly well because he was still dealing with the the injury. Um, we didn't have Gafford, you know, against this the Celtics team. Um, they're shooting it better um, as a team over the last twenty five or so games. Like I just, I really think they win this in a in a blowout. I really do to the point where it's like I'm not saying it's going to be a blowout where like Russ and Beal can sit in the fourth quarter, but. I'm saying in the last five minutes of the game, you're right. There, yeah. There's no doubt who's winning this game. Yeah. You can tell the energy. I mean, even if you're up like four or five points in playoff type games, you, you can tell if that team's got it bagged up, even yeah. in a close game. 
So and and, yeah. you, and you can tell you can get the energy like when a team's about to go on a run. So, um, all right, Wizards in a blowout or at least a, a really good closeout. So, I like that. Uh, the next time we'll see you guys, maybe we'll recap this game. Uh, maybe we'll kind of wait until um, we we get the full East picture, and then we'll kind of come back and talk about it and talk about different scenarios. We're, we try to have someone credible. On soon, um, I know I, I DM Chase Hughes, and he wants to come back on. It's just about finding the time. Um, I emailed Ava Wallace, and we've talked back and forth, so we'll see there. Um, but we'll try and get someone on that you guys will enjoy listening to, other than just us two talking, and give you a little bit of a media perspective heading into a playoff series. So, or just a recap of the season. We'll see because if we lose, and then. It looks like it's going to be Indiana. If Indiana finishes off, finishes us off, then you know that'll be really disappointing. But we both got the Wizards winning tonight, so about as good a scenario as you can hope for. Obviously, Brooklyn probably isn't the best matchup in the world, but you know what? That, that's it's, I'm not making it negative, but that's kind of what you get when you start off the season so terrible. And I know that they had other things to worry about. Um, you know, they had COVID, they had the Russ injury, they've been uh, playing, um, even with the bad coaching from Brooks and all that. So, but, you know, long story short, and especially if they keep the playing going forward, if you don't want to play the good teams, then do better next season. So with that being said, anything else you got before we close on out of here? Wishes, man. Go win. Yes, win. sir. Indeed, just win. They have one job. That's it. <laughs> win and you're in, baby. Seventh seed from 15th in the conference to the seventh seed. Who would have guessed it? That'd be All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you next time.